Hey everyone, welcome back to Charmed Rewind! Woo! Oh no. Oh no! <laughs> Phoebe is Lady Godiva? Whoa, that is not what happens! <laughs> you remember that dumbass ad they had for this episode? Yes. <laughs> they were so terrible. I slept with a zombie? Whoa! Uh, yeah, uh, completely deceitful advertising. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, we ended up doing uh, another Charmed Rewind poll. Um, there were some contenders on this one, and uh, it was down uh, to the wire between uh, this episode and uh, Morality Bites. Mm-hmm. And people are going to be so mad because that one keeps ending up on the polls and then not winning. <laughs> <laughs> After this episode, it's certainly like to see Phoebe about to be put to death. <laughs> be a good chaser for this one <laughs> i knew a man couldn't give advice like a woman men are all about you know like fixing the problem so uh in case anyone didn't get it uh we ended up on season seven episode two the bear witch project that's so stupid <laughs> all these advertising all the advertising for this episode the poster for it the trailer for it and even the title of it seems to indicate this whole episode is about phoebe being naked lady godiva on a horse this is one scene in the whole thing it's not even an important scene it's just annoying yeah like everything everything phoebe says in this episode is annoying oh yeah yeah. she's just such a test of patience through this whole thing like charmed was a mistake what a bad (laughs) this is such garbage this should never have aired like, people should have looked at this and be like, what are we doing? Is this a show we're making? <laughs> a bunch of unlikable asshats harping at each other, like, for an hour? <laughs> it's just... so funny, because, like, Morality oh. Bites, I still stand by what I said. I think that's the best episode Charmed ever made. Legit, like, a good episode. Bear Witch Project is one of their worst. I had mm-hmm. to pause every minute, every second, every sentence to write more and more notes because, like, everything is just one irritation after the next. <laughs> yeah. But everyone sucks in this episode. It's like, Paige, at least, you know, she's still sort of trying to help people at times, but she's also really annoying in parts of this. Suck. Suck. Uh, So to place this in context, uh, this is the second episode of season seven. So uh, this is right after the season opener with a bunch of uh, multiple arms Piper, uh, the Hindu god stuff going on. And uh, Leo ends up killing James Avery. So this is right after the fallout from that. This is also after the stuff with Gideon. Just a load of shit. Like James Avery should have just thrown Leo off the bridge. Saved us some time. (laughs) All right. uh, Anything else you want to go over before we jump into the many, many notes? No, there's a lot to talk about. (laughs) Let's get into it. (laughs) The first shot, our very first frame, is an Ask Phoebe article. (laughs) Yeah, that sets the tone for this whole episode. (laughs) Ask Phoebe Freed. No! No! (laughs) And then Phoebe's like, hmm... The first frame's about me. Let's make the whole thing about me! Yeah, so I read this whole article while it was frozen. Um, It's stupid. Basically, it's just a woman... Well, I mean, I guess in theory it's not really stupid, but it has nothing to do with anything. So a woman's asking for advice because she's judged by her looks and she keeps seeing men getting promoted ahead of her. Which is a perfectly valid thing to say, but really has nothing to do with what Phoebe is complaining about. So, um... 
Phoebe and Piper are drinking lattes outside of a restaurant. Uh, they're seated outside, and uh, Phoebe is wearing a hideous fedora. <laughs> Good God. Uh, Wyatt is in a stroller, looking like he just wants to die. Yeah, Wyatt is the audience box. <laughs> It's like, I've been alive how long and it's just been hell smoking a cigarette. Thousand yard stare. It's like rare you see that on a child so young. (laughs) He's been with Piper so really like he's just had all of his hope just sucked away. (laughs) He is like his father in that way. (laughs) This is the best acting I've seen from him. It's very realistic. Yeah. It's just raw, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Some kids like to play. Others just sort of wait for adulthood. Piper has Chris under a blanket uh, so they don't have to have the baby on set. <laughs> and uh, she's breastfeeding her, uh, breastfeeding him her acid milk. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just melting the baby. <laughs> Phoebe is upset because uh, 98 Degrees is ghostwriting her column for her. So this is like right after like she's taking a sabbatical for some reason. Um, He's been set up to do her job. And she said, I knew a man couldn't give advice like a woman. Mm-hmm. She's mad. She's upset because like he's not acknowledging feelings before trying to solve the problem. So like her version would be like, I see how you're feeling. Follow your heart. And his version is just follow your heart. And that's just not how Ask Phoebe goes. <laughs> well, she's saying like, she's mad because she's like, yeah, men just want to fix it and don't acknowledge feelings or anything. And like Piper even points out, like, she's like, you're an advice columnist. You're giving them advice on what to do. Right. And he's like, yeah, but first you got to get into the feelings and all that. And she's like, yeah, well, this, this, he's like saying like how to deal with her boss and all that and not the feeling part of it. And it's like, well, first of all, reading that article, it has nothing to do with her boss. She's just saying like, I keep seeing men promoted and I haven't been promoted, which I don't know. Uh, but let's just say like at her work, she saw a guy get promoted over her and it's like here's how you talk to your boss to to get respected at work or something it's like well isn't that what you're supposed to do right like that's the advice yeah it's not even bad advice well i don't know what advice he gave her if he was like oh punch him then maybe (laughs) maybe it's bad advice but (laughs) that'd probably be what phoebe would suggest (laughs) yeah (laughs) if they're not talking about you it's useless punch him (laughs) isn't that what advice columnists are supposed to do piper's like Phoebe, you're supposed to be taking a vacation. Maybe don't obsess over this whole thing. Um, I think that you're obsessing over him because you like him. <laughs> and Phoebe turns into like a grade schooler. She's like, I don't like him. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> I hate Phoebe. She just she just goes from one obsession to the next to annoy the audience. Uh, Piper's like, yeah, you need to find something else to obsess about. And Phoebe agrees because her sister, her sisters have things to obsess about. Uh, Paige has this whole thing with magic school going on. Piper's got her dumb, traumatized husband. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Phoebe's clearly not obsessing over her column, which she proves during the course of this entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what... Um... Phoebe and Paige think that Leo is traumatized about right now because they don't know that he's killed James Avery. That was revealed in the PMS Werewolves episode where they're like, eh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think they just think it's about Gideon because he had to kill him uh, to save Wyatt, which is still valid to be uh, traumatized about, I guess, but not really sure why they don't really care about that. 
Now, I understand why characters don't care about each other in general in this show. <laughs> Talk about their feelings, but, you know, how it relates to them, not yeah. the other one's feelings. Yeah, they do a piss-poor job of demonstrating that, like, caring about anyone's feelings anywhere in this episode. Like, oh, they just like, all right, this is happening. I don't care. You have to say, just do it, okay? <laughs> it's like... They're like that with everyone. Just like, this is what's going on. Just help me with it. I don't want to hear anything back from you. <laughs> Phoebe had the power of empathy just to, <laughs> just to remind people. Not anymore, but she did at some point. <laughs> I knew a man couldn't give advice like a woman. Anyway, here comes Phoebe's obsession. An asshole waiter comes over and says Piper can't be breastfeeding in public because people are complaining. This seems very out of character for Piper. She's just like, yeah, all right, I guess we'll go. Yeah. Like, excuse me. She's not blowing him up, turning him into a rat, doing any of that shit. Yeah, really. I don't know. Off day for Piper. Not really. Just off few seconds for Piper. <laughs> she's, she's saving all her blowups for later with Leo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, though. She... Lucky for that guy, because, yeah, he would be an exploded pile of core any other time. Whew. <laughs> This is mostly so she can take a back seat and Phoebe can annoy the audience. Phoebe's yeah. like, I'm going to take a stand on this. You can't do this. I'll be annoying on your behalf. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, no, actually, I can. And he points to a sign that says they can refuse service for any reason. That doesn't apply to like you, legally. I don't think you can make someone leave because they're breastfeeding. Mm. I think they even point that out in this episode. I think that's a law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you can't do that with acid breast milk, so yeah, <laughs> well, you can't thing. you can't solve it the way Phoebe does at the end of this episode either, which is also no. breaking a lot. <laughs> uh, this episode, just to just to let everyone know, um, really solves sexism. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> this is the battle of the sexes, and I think we know who comes out on top. <laughs> yeah. I think this, watching this episode might make someone sexist. <laughs> I learned that I absolutely hate men and women. Yeah, and anyone everyone. in between. Yeah. Just yeah. make you full of hate in general. Yeah. I've learned humanity was a mistake. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, at magic school. So magic school is in a transition state because Gideon was the one who ran magic school. Um, there, uh, there's a power vacuum. Uh, the elders are uh, in charge, I guess. And Q, <laughs> Q is there. <laughs> Q is like, throw the kids on the streets. <laughs> yeah. He said magic school was a noble experiment, but it's over. <laughs> so basically apathy is their biggest enemy. Nobody gives a shit about magic school. Moi? <laughs> What makes you think I'm either inclined or capable to terminate this encounter? You know, the elders are really busy with their uh, standing around on a bed set or on top of a bridge. <laughs> Why are the elders in charge of this anyway? Was there no one else that worked at magic school? Was there no other hierarchy besides Gideon? He's dead and then everyone's yeah. like, shit, I don't know. There had to be a rest of the faculty, you would think. But there's like, there's no one there. There's just students sitting around wondering what to do. Is this like Hogwarts where they live at the school or do they not have families to go to? Or like, what's going on? I don't know. This, this charm doesn't care to really delve into anything. 
one of the students who who looks about 30 years old (laughs) shoots a spitball at Paige. Kind of looks like Jensen Ackles at the start of Supernatural. (laughs) Maybe near the end of Supernatural. The start of it, he was still kind of in his twink stage. Yeah, he's still about way too old to be in a magic school. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is just an all-age magic school. He's going to end up on the street. (laughs) Yeah, but just like blowing spitballs. (laughs) Yeah, he's clearly supposed to be someone younger if he's shooting spitballs. Paige is trying to stand up for magic schools. Like She's like, these kids need some guidance. They need someone to be in charge. Like Magic school has a good purpose. A bunch of dumb, horny students are watching. <laughs> and one of them says, she can give me guidance any day. <laughs> yeah. These are a bunch of like terrible little shits, apparently. You're like, oh yeah, she's arguing on our behalf. Let's be idiots. Yeah. yeah. They seem to have no concerns other than horny. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, one of them is looking at a book. Uh, I believe this is Duncan. Everyone remembers Duncan. Classic Duncan Donuts. And uh, so he's looking at a book. It has an illustration of Lady Godiva. And he says, hey, check this out. I just cast an awesome spell. <laughs> <laughs> no explanation about how he figured out how to do this. Um, this involves time travel. And I just got to point out, the plot of season six heavily involved how difficult time travel was and how you're not supposed to do it and like the whole thing was like chris future chris was there and he couldn't get back to his own time like he's spending the entire season trying to fix things and then get back to his own time it was extraordinarily difficult but apparently he just had to find duncan in the magic school who could just cast this doodly doodly doo spell and then easily transport him through time oh yeah Wyatt and chris just start coming back in time <laughs> later in this show just because their xbox stopped working yeah it's like <laughs> it's like death time travel just becomes increasingly easier as the show goes on <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's insane just that a kid can accidentally cast this stupid spell which could alter time yeah, apparently he doesn't even mean to do it like he's accidentally does it even though i don't know what he thought was gonna happen he's like i cast an awesome spell <laughs> Uh, So Lady Godiva appears in front of them, naked atop her horse. One of the students, this is so creepy, he yells, naked woman! And then all of the boys rush over like they're gonna assault her? Naked woman! Yeah, this is a real creep fest. (laughs) Like, what what was the intention? Like, naked woman and rushing Uh, over like, uh, excuse me? (laughs) Yeah, what the hell? (laughs) Naked woman! Is this creepy as fuck? (laughs) So as they approach her, uh, they walk through this translucent demon that no one can see. Uh, Q looks annoyed at Paige that this has happened. <laughs> That's most of him. Most of his scenes in this episode are just annoyed at Paige. Why is it Paige's fault? Why are the kids even here for this meeting? Yeah, apparently he just has contempt for these kids and wants to see the school <laughs> shut down. He's the the mean dean of admissions from the yeah. like the college frat movie, you know, like ugh. Like, Paige isn't even in charge of the school yet, because that happens at the end of this episode. Yeah. So it's just like, this is your fault, because they exist, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he seems to be mad that uh, students in a magic school don't know how to use their magic, which is the whole point of magic school, <laughs> yeah. teaching them how to do these things. Very stupid problem. <laughs> 
So, uh, so Duncan, uh, he says he didn't mean to conjure Lady Godiva, but he doesn't know how to send her back. He only knows the conjuring spell. And Paige is like, wow, you brought Lady Godiva here. That's pretty cool. Oh, but it's also bad. But look, it's not your fault either. Uh, but look, it's kind of bad. But look, don't worry about it. We'll figure this out. <laughs> I don't think her plot in this episode was that bad. I mean, the Lady Godiva stuff is kind of, um, not great. But, uh, as far as her, like, trying to connect with these students and being kind of a novice at this herself, like, she's like, okay, like, it, listen, I'm, I'm going to try and give you some guidance, but I don't really know exactly how to do this. But, like, trying to care about the students, I thought that was fine. Yeah, it's always good when one of the charmed ones actually cares about people. Yeah, this was a plot line they had, like, set up for a little bit, too. I don't remember exactly when it happened. It might have been the end of last season, but there was some, like, future vision Phoebe had that involved Paige as headmaster of uh, magic school. Mm-hmm. which they very quickly just throw away <laughs> but <Yep. laughs> it was something that they seemed to think would be long term and then didn't for whatever reason yeah because they lost their cave set <laughs> why the hell did you do that uh so uh q says that it's dangerous to mess with history like this uh bringing lady godiva there and uh page has to figure this out like he's he's not gonna do anything about this like he's like ah history could be fucked up but this is your problem not mine (laughs) (laughs) the elders are gonna fuck off on this what's the point of the elders isn't like white lighters supposed to protect witches and then elders are in charge of the white lighters so wouldn't this be exactly his job no why don't they care about the magic students surely they're white lighters to them They have a San Francisco bridge to go stand on top of. (laughs) (laughs) This whole thing is dumb. Also, I got to point out the Lady Godiva thing. um, It's kind of like (sighs) debatable whether it even really happened. Granted, this is not really accurate to anything in history, but I don't think her naked on the horse actually happened. We do know, though, that there is an evil... Baron who shot magic balls at her. You're right. This was historically proven. I don't know why I'm getting into that. This is fucking charmed. Anyway, Paige takes Lady Godiva home with her, and uh, the guy who yelled "naked woman," naked woman, uh, he picks on Duncan for a bit, and the ghost, uh, the Dort guy, um, he's like whispering in his ear. He's like, "Duncan, you need you don't don't take this. You need to take out your frustrations on this guy." So he punches the guy deservedly though because i feel like that guy was gonna get molesting pretty soon so (laughs) he beats him to a bloody pulp though and then one of the elders all she does is go hey bring it up hey (laughs) hey you (laughs) yeah they can heal them it's fine (laughs) if they decide they're going to (laughs) i bet they didn't it's a few broken ribs (laughs) They can't be bothered to fix this time problem. They're not going to heal that guy. What are they doing? What are the elders doing this whole time? All they're doing is complaining. <laughs> We've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. So uh, Piper and Phoebe are uh, coming home with the terror twins asleep in their strollers. <laughs> Phoebe has a plan. She wants to write into her own column about the breastfeeding thing. <laughs> and Piper wants none of it. She's like, shut up! <laughs> yeah. Don't be writing to your column about my breasts. <laughs> I need to whisper yell at Leo. Leo. <laughs> it's the gentlest Leo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to wake up the kids. <laughs> uh Piper's like, hey, I know I said you need a new obsession, but uh, it's not this. Don't don't write to your own column about this. And Phoebe's like, eh, he won't pick it anyway, because it's too feminine. <laughs> <laughs> 
I knew a man. And Piper's like, yeah, you'll find a way to make him pick it. And Phoebe's like, yeah, we'll find two. <laughs> we'll hit two Neanderthals with one stone. Why? Why is is 98 Degrees a Neanderthal? What has he done besides his job writing for her column? Yeah. What an asshole. He didn't say, I understand your feelings with her before saying, follow your heart. He did, Neanderthal? Like, <laughs> Neanderthal. What a jerk. BB, like her sappy little love advice is that secret <laughs> shut up phoebe follow your heart shut up <laughs> piper points out that this whole thing is stupid anyway like she's like there's laws about this sort of thing so what what is even your point and phoebe's like well how about we just sue the guy and piper's like i don't have time for lawsuits i gotta go to work then <laughs> phoebe takes this opportunity to complain that she has no work it's either complain she has to go to work or complain that she doesn't have to go to work I have no work, except all I'm doing is thinking about my work. Can't win! <laughs> uh, Piper screams for Leo again. <laughs> That's when Paige orbs into the kitchen with Lady Godiva, and the others are annoyed. <laughs> uh, Paige says that she was summoned from the image because the students were bored, and Phoebe says, So they conjured a sex object? <laughs> what? A sex object? <laughs> <laughs> and lady godiva points out she's like i was protesting taxes asshole <laughs> <laughs> i just can't deal with that when i'm thinking about my column what a fucking hypocrite phoebe is anyway she's like oh fuck it that sex object and then later in the episode she's like i'm gonna be the sex object now yeah Naked woman. I can do it. It's different if it's for a cause. <laughs> it's for a much more petty cause. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm more just. I made a waiter embarrassed. It's a pretty good cause when you think about it. <laughs> uh, Piper's like, okay, uh, history's going to be changed if Godiva doesn't finish her ride. And Paige is like, yeah, not to mention magic school's going to be shut down. And Piper rightfully points out changing history is worse. <laughs> Maybe let's focus on that. And Piper says to Phoebe, We have bigger naked breasts to worry about. <laughs> they just wanted to say breasts as many times as they could in this episode. Apparently. <laughs> See what I mean? We have bigger naked breasts to worry about. Anyway, um, now we have Dark Leo in the underworld. <laughs> yeah. He's like a sitcom sting for this. Do, 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 do. <laughs> the Seinfeld like burr, 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 burr. Yeah, zapping <laughs> someone to death yeah he's just like torturing this demon with his lightning fingers <laughs> they treat this like okay through this whole episode like he's got issues he's got some things that he's got to work through but Piper seems to treat this like this is not him going over the edge like ah, eh, he's working through some things yeah. killing these demons <laughs> he's full on palpatining someone and then she yeah. just strolls in with the key it's yeah. like, look at this. The kids orb her in there, and she's there with the stroller and the baby bag and all this stuff, and she's like, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm late for work. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even finished killing the guy. Like, the guy's, like, on the ground, like, <sighs> yeah, dying. And Leo's like, hey, this isn't a good time, Piper. She's like, Sometimes you have to make time. It's never a good time. <laughs> and she, she comes off so evil in this scene. <laughs> she's so stupid. She's stupid for getting, I guess, one of the babies to orb her there in the first place. Yeah. 
<laughs> Wish that had orbed her right into the rock face. <laughs> <laughs> but she seems to like know that this is where they're going. She doesn't seem surprised. Like she's got all the stuff ready. She's like, oh yeah, Leah, yeah, whatever. that's what she wanted. She just somehow made the kids orb her to hell. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, she like, orb mommy to hell. <laughs> Or mommy to hell or I'll kill you. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, apparently Leo's been doing this a lot. He's been killing a bunch of demons to protect the kids. Just killing them indiscriminately, has he? Or like, is there a particular reason this guy had to die? Oh boy, here I go killing again. He, he owed Leo five bucks. <laughs> I can't trust that you won't owe me more money in the future. You must die. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Um, Piper is trying to encourage him. She's doing a very bad job because it's Piper. Like She's like, hey, there's still good things in your life. <laughs> there are things to look forward to, like me. No! Yeah. <laughs> That's when Leo kills himself. The end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cover the kid's eyes while Leo makes this demon explode. Good things all around. <laughs> they don't even do it right. They try to cover Wyatt's eyes and then he looks and sees anyway. <laughs> this is horrifying. They don't treat this with the proper like gravity this scene should have the kids are watching him murder people <laughs> no charm doesn't care at all like throughout this whole thing it's like they change time like all these really bad things happen and there's there everyone is always kind of ho-hum there's oh, this is annoying we're in an alternate timeline leo's killing people <laughs> i would think balancing life and magic and all that stuff does not involve just ignoring it and saying like hey take the kids while you're killing the demons i gotta go to work <laughs> like no wonder why it turned into some monster <laughs> his mother <laughs> and chris taught him everything he knew chris wants to sleep with his aunts <laughs> who knew those kids would be missed <laughs> Piper has the absolute gall after Leo explodes that guy to say, don't do that around the children. <laughs> you took them there. <laughs> and Leo's like, no, I, I got to lead on this demon. I got to go find him and, uh, and kill him. <laughs> and Piper's like, well, I got to make money. I'm making the sole money in this household. So <laughs> you take the kids. I can't take them to work. If he can take them to demon hunting, why can't they hang out at P3? Yeah. <laughs> Hang out in the back. Come They'd on. Be a little safer than take the kids to tea. You would think, what, are the cranberries going to attack the kids? Come on. <laughs> it's like, since when does Piper actually have to go into P3 herself these days? Uh, when it most inconveniences everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Leo's having some, uh, some crisis, emotional crisis here. He's like, I, I'm not sure if I can do this. Um, but, uh, Piper's like, well, this is getting a little too feminine. We're not going to discuss our feelings. <laughs> Burp Chris and shut the hell up. <laughs> I don't know, zap him or something. I don't care what you do. <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you gotta do, pussy. <laughs> that kid's messed up. <laughs> we saw how messed up he turns into. I hate him. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Phoebe, in the more serious plot, she is at the paper trying to covertly drop off her breastfeeding letter without <laughs> Nick Lachey noticing. Um, he has put up a basketball hoop in her office. Things are getting dire. <laughs> a real battle between these two to see who can be the worst. 
Yeah, she's being a, a real asshole. Also, he's being kind of sexist, too. He says some shitty things in this episode. Yeah. But I don't think we're tr- supposed to think that. I think we're supposed to think Phoebe's just being a control freak, but he yeah. is saying some shitty things. Yeah, he, he's a shithead. She's a shithead. It's like, I hate them both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he enters the office and Phoebe complains at him about what letters he's been picking. And she's like, oh, hey, look, there's this breastfeeding letter here. Why don't you pick that one? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. It's kind of causey. I mean, I like breasts. I just don't feel the need to give any advice on them. <laughs> no, no, I like breasts. I just don't feel the need to give any advice on them. That's all. Terrible. <laughs> I am a man. I like breasts. <laughs> I hope that he wrote a song about that for 98 Degrees. <laughs> I like breasts. If that was his article to ask Phoebe, and then the answer is just, I like breasts. That's what he wrote at the end. <laughs> well, I feel like Ask Phoebe's really gone downhill. <laughs> oh no, is this any worse than that follow your heart bullshit she wrote the other week? It got funnier. Keep him on. <laughs> do something. Do it. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Paige is at magic school with Lady Godiva. Why did she take her to the house to begin with? They're back yeah. at magic school. Yeah, I thought they're in the attic until they walk out in- into the hallway at magic school. So it's just like she took yeah. Godiva there to be like, these are my terrible sisters. Anyway, back to magic school. Yeah, they, they do nothing <laughs> at the house. And then they go back and like... At no point in this episode do they ever try to disguise anything from Lady Godiva about the future, about magic, about their secrets, anything. It's just like, yeah, magic exists, whatever. You're an important part of history. This is what happens. Yeah, at one point, like, Godiva asks if she can know her history, and Piper's like, well, you'll probably forget anyway, so why not? And then she proceeds to tell her. It's like, why? Why is she going to forget? Why does she (laughs) think this? They make a lot of, like bold leaps in this episode that are somehow right we don't even really know if that's right i don't think that's right because there's one point where they send godiva back for momentarily and then have to bring her (laughs) right back and she hasn't forgotten anything piper you dumbass (laughs) but that's how they treat time travel in this this entire show like they're just like Mm -hmm. whatever they can find out about stuff who cares yeah that's how this whole show for a plot that involves Trying not to change history. They really don't give a rat's ass about changing history at all. No. Just like the finale of this show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Paige is looking through uh, the book. I think it's the same book that she was summoned from. Apparently this is a book just about women of note in history, I guess. Um, she finds the picture of Lady Godiva and then sees the demon guy in the picture. <laughs> yeah. He's just skulking around and like, hey, who's that guy? I mean, Godiva is like, that's Lord Dyson. <laughs> Dyson vacuums? <laughs> um, He's an evil land baron who feeds on the pain of peasants and convinced her husband to do that tax thing. Paige doesn't seem to think that this is literal feeding on the repression of peasants, but like, that's literally what he's doing. He's a demon. Takes her a long time to figure that out. Yeah, I don't know if you would expect that to be literal at first. It seems insane. It's insane when we find out like that he shoots energy balls, and apparently, I guess Godiva was dealing with that. Yet she doesn't think magic is real. Still, 
Even though there was some yeah. evil demon that wanted to a- shoot energy balls to stop Apparently, her. Apparently, he was just a weak-ass wiener who couldn't do anything. He kept, like, hanging around trying to do... He convinced, like, the guy to do the tax thing, but, like, he was too weak to do anything else. So he's just kind of going around like, eh, stop yeah. it, eh. I thought everyone was supposed to be repressed. Why wouldn't he have been strong before that? <laughs> because, as they point out, she was so inspirational with her naked ride on the horse yeah. that all of the repression went away yeah. and he disintegrated into nothing. Which explains why, I guess, why he's a ghost when they come in because she's mid-ride. But before yeah. that, before she did this thing, wouldn't he um, have still been strong? <laughs> he was gathering his strength. He just couldn't handle a naked lady on a horse. <laughs> He was selling vacuums, okay? <laughs> and she's, she's, he's known by Godiva. He's an evil land baron. <laughs> You'd think he's getting some power there. He wasn't focused on that. He was focused on the tax thing because he was a land baron. So he wanted to get more money. Yeah. For the taxes or whatever, right? Which would repress people and give him power. Yeah, but she was, <laughs> she, her ride, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Paige seems to know the random spell uh, to get her back or seem to think that she does. At no point do they show her researching any of this. I thought the whole point was that Duncan didn't know how to do it and she had to figure it out. But she's just like, yeah, I got the spell. I'm going to read it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why she turns in the book. That's just like a history of Godiva first, too. Like, uh, I need to relook at who you are before I bother with the spell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, she reads the spell, but it doesn't work. Uh, they hear a commotion out in the hallway, and all of the students are just fucking shit up. They're just beating everyone up. They're throwing everyone around. Q is, I guess, helping a random student up, not even really doing anything, just holding on to them and not doing anything, and then complains at Paige about not controlling things. <laughs> Meanwhile, Q is doing uh nothing. He's not even, like, you know, throwing them around, trying to separate them or anything. Like He's just standing there like, oh. Here we go again. Uh, Paige orbs some empty boxes so that they'll be underneath a student that's being flung through the air. What were the empty boxes doing there? Um. (laughs) Someone was packing up all the stuff in magic school, I guess. Well, we're not going to need this place anymore. They're packing up all the fucks they give, which is why they were empty. (laughs) I did like Paige just putting the... The stunt boxes in a different place. Yeah. <laughs> Fall on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Q is like, this is a disaster. And Lord Dyson comes over and sucks out some of his energy. That makes him corporeal. And uh, underneath his influence, Q's like, I've had it with you and your stupid ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes Zaps Leo Paige on with her. lightning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, full uh, Palpatine fingers. Zaps Paige. Uh, injures her arm. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, John Delancey got a real meaty role in this episode. Not since PMS Werewolves have we seen him shine so much. <laughs> this is way better than him being on Picard. <laughs> I've had it with you and your stupid ideas. This was like, this is what Q was doing in between Star Trek Next Generation and Picard. Like, yeah. it was real hard going for a while. <laughs> I'm going to pop over to this garbage dimension for a bit. Maybe that's why he's not doing anything to help. He just likes the chaos. Yeah. Oh, uh, when he zaps page two, they play that bad generic suspense thing. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Perfect. That's <laughs> what charm deserves. <laughs> Lord Dyson Vacuum is there, and uh, he throws an energy ball at Lady Godiva, uh, but it's a weak-ass ball, so she does, dodges it pretty quickly. Like, it just kind of farts out of existence, like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, he's like alright I'm not strong enough yet but I'm going to gather more power and I'm going to get back to this <laughs> and uh, I guess he, he orbs out or teleports out or something I don't remember what happens at the end of the scene but he's got to go get more power at the house uh, Piper is cleaning Paige's wound again seems very out of character that she would lift a finger to be doing any of this stuff Yeah. and uh, Phoebe's like wow I can't believe an elder attacked you Paige is like, yeah, they're supposed to be pacifists, right? And Piper's like, have you checked out my dumbass husband lately? <laughs> yeah, real pacifists, they're killing people. <laughs> He's so busy killing people, I can hardly get him to watch the kids. She doesn't even seem to be saying, like, her problem really is that he murdered someone. It's that he's not really answering her calls anymore. Like, to demonstrate how out of sorts he is, she calls him, but he doesn't come. Mm-hmm. Leo! See what I mean? Since when does he have a life? Hey, fucking prick. <laughs> Must be at my back and car! Paige says that uh, Dyson Vacuums was uh, affecting Hugh somehow, and Phoebe's like, Yeah, probably because he wasn't breastfed as a child. <laughs> Shut up, Phoebe. Focus on her stupid breastfeeding thing. Just flames on the side of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand you, Phoebe. She is, she is so irritating. I hated her so much. Uh, meanwhile, Godiva is hanging out in the background. Uh, no one has any concern about what they're talking about in front of her. They don't care. They don't seem to even want to acknowledge that she's in the room with them. Paige says that none of this would have happened if she hadn't tried to save magic school. <laughs> what is the connection there i don't know if she hadn't made that speech and bored the kids they wouldn't have summoned lady godiva is that the logic you would think this would happen regardless because all these magic kids would be bored and dinking around with spells <laughs> why did they let them just read spell books all willy-nilly why are they like let's just let them do whatever they want yeah, well, Q's plan is apparently, yeah, just screw them. We're not going to regulate anything they learn. They can fuck off with all the books and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, they're trying to figure out why the spell that Paige cast to send Lady Godiva back didn't work. Uh, she theorizes that because she came with Dyson, uh, they have to leave together. Pipe, or, uh, Godiva has been trying to get their attention this whole time uh, and can't get through to them, so she gets naked. <laughs> And Piper says, this is a family show. <laughs> Sincerely hope families weren't watching Charm together. <laughs> Woman, keep your clothes on. This is a family show. Really? It, it's not even that I think it's inappropriate for kids. I think it's just like, what kid? Like, wouldn't you be so bored with the show at this stage anyway? In the beginning, I could see it being fun. But like, it's just a bunch of women complaining and doing sex in the city. Is this appealing to younger people? I think this is inappropriate for all audiences. <laughs> it's obscene for all. <laughs> uh, Godiva is like, okay, so uh, Dyson vacuums. He was weak in my time, but now he's stronger. So we got to do something about this guy. He's gone from suck to blow. Yeah. Not that they seem too concerned, concerned about this. Uh, the doorbell rings and it's Leslie. He has brought Phoebe a feather pen as a peace offering. 
but actually that's not what it was. He was looking for an excuse to come over and give Phoebe a chance to apologize yeah. for trying to give him that breastfeeding letter. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> I'll give you a chance to apologize for that. Um, what? <laughs> I'll kill you. But at this point, she should be rightfully angry about that, but she's still more annoyed that he didn't write her column the way she would. Who are we supposed to be rooting for in this situation? They're both insufferable. Yeah. Terrible meets terrible. Yeah. Oh, but here they have to turn it around and turn it into a Phoebe kiss ass session. Right. So he's like, okay, I'm I'm not ruining your column because she's like saying, hey, you're ruining, you're picking all these stupid letters and you're ruining it and everyone's going to know it's not really me. And he's like, no, no, I, I studied up on your column. The only reason I took this job is because I'm such a huge fan. Yeah. <laughs> You can see me on the Ask Phoebe Reddit. <laughs> Phoebe pregnancy rumors? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have her baby pops. Um, They seem to come to some sort of agreement where he's like, just let me do my job without you looking over my shoulder. You're, you're being too controlling about this. We cut to uh, Godiva and Piper in the attic. Uh, that's when she asks if she can read up what happens to her. And Piper's like, yeah, go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's also when they find out what happened in the original history about uh, the Dyson demon guy uh, just fading into oblivion because everyone was so inspired by Godiva's ride. That's when Leo orbs in with the kids. <laughs> and Piper's like, you weren't vanquishing demons with the children, were you? <laughs> what, did, what was she doing at the beginning of the episode anyway? Yeah. Now all of a sudden it's a big deal? <laughs> She can bring them mid that, but now don't show the kids that. Like, no wonder Leo is cracking up. Like, you can't win with her. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Leo then says this disturbing line. He's like, well, Chris was being fussy and killing demons seems to calm him. <laughs> he is getting them to actively join in the murder. <laughs> well, I mean, Wyatt already, like, killed someone with a sword, so I guess. Yeah, they are murder babies. I don't remember if this is before or after the dragon that was summoned and just killed thousands of people, so they might have quite a body count by this time. <laughs> this went a normal life, but don't buy my baby's parents. This is just, this is a disturbing family. <laughs> They're terrible. Piper's like, Piper doesn't want to have anything to do with this right now. Like She's just like, eh, heal page, do it. <laughs> yeah. And then while you're at it, why don't you ask the elders about Lord Dyson? <laughs> Like, Leo stops mid-heel, and Paige complains at him, like, ah, finish! <laughs> Get to it, tick-tock! He's kind of antsy about talking to the elders, because uh, he hasn't talked to them since that whole murder thing. <laughs> He's like, what if they know? They're gonna know everything! But Piper's like, and they would have done something by now if they knew. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know about you fucking killing James Avery, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, we're just risking you, Leo, so it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Ain't no skin off her nose. <laughs> Piper says that she's she'll call the elfin nanny in to take care of the kids while he's doing that. First of all, I, I I don't recall if we've seen this elfin nanny at any point, maybe. But second of all, if you had that the whole fucking time, why did you take the kids in while he's killing demons? Yeah. Call in the elfin nanny. Take the kids to hell for a little jaunt. You have other choices and this is what you went with? <laughs> Get one of the kids at magic school. I'm sure they need babysitting money. 
You'd have to make them like real characters, and we don't want to do that. No, they they do try a little bit with Duncan in this episode. Yeah, Very minimal, but, but they are trying a little bit. Are we ever going to see him again? No. No. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? I'm going to look it up. Was he ever in the show again? No. Charmed Wiki Duncan. Only appearance. Bear Witch Project. <laughs> cool. There is like no chance I figured that he showed up again. <laughs> Sometimes we've, there's been surprising ones though, where we're like, I remember us looking one up in one of the older episodes about some rando boyfriend that apparently was in two episodes. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> but D- Duncan was only in the one. So uh, Lady Godiva is wondering what Leo and Piper are bitching at each other about. And then Paige says in just a very lackadaisical way, and they're they're fighting over something that I don't I don't know about. <laughs> some secret they don't want me to know. <laughs> the secret, by the way, is he murdered an elder. He murdered someone. He's still murdering people. He's taking the babies out on murder sprees. He's <laughs> murdering people left and right. Why do Paige and Phoebe, they know something's going on. They know that there's something that he is not coping well with. Yeah. And they're still just like, la 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 la, whatever. <laughs> Stupid traumatized Leo. Phoebe doesn't have time to deal with that when she's got her column to worry about. It really strikes me how little Phoebe and Paige seem to interact with or care about leo outside of just healing stuff they don't seem to have any real relationship with him he has piper and piper only how sad is that yeah he has no friends not even his family is by his side nothing i wish there was some care it's like you know they often talk well godiva's in the room with them like she's not there like they're such jerks to everyone (laughs) Just all off in their own worlds. Uh, we get a quick scene of uh, Dyson Vacuums walking around outside, feeding off of her pressions, getting strong, overacting the hell out of everything. He blows up a cop car. They actually have like a big uh, explosion there. Uh, definitely murdering people. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> not our problem. If we save those innocents, we might not be able to save other innocents. <laughs> I do think after that ridiculous explosion, like, this cop car is engulfed in just a ball of flame. Like, a huge explosion. They do take the time to show a stunt guy getting out of the car unharmed for some reason. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. So, meanwhile, uh, Leo, he goes to the Golden Gate Bridge, because they don't have any other sets anymore for meeting the Elders. They don't have the crappy cloud set anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's great that he's going there to meet the Elders where he killed James Avery. That's the same spot. <laughs> Uh, Lieutenant Shelby shows up <laughs> and says, um, yeah, they can't meet upstairs because they don't have the set anymore. Also, uh, Zola, James Avery, is missing. They kind of suspect that he did it. They don't know for sure, but they think like, eh, well, you killed Gideon, so you seem kind of like a killing guy. You might have done it. And you see like a lightning coming from his fingertips as she's saying this to him. Like, You're thinking right about killing me right now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> he's just, he's tasted blood and he wants more of it. Can't get enough of that elder crisp. <laughs> this is more, um, gaslighting of Leo, right? So he's like, I don't know what side I'm on anymore. I'm just so torn. And Shelby's like, eh, hey, don't worry about it. We're your family. The elders aren't dicks, right? <laughs> so, like, you can trust us, right? no you'll definitely (laughs) see me again does she ever show up again 
Yeah, she does. She was one of the more important ones. Remember uh, (laughs) Lieutenant Shelby? She showed up quite a few times. I think she was one of the more... She showed up more than a lot of the other ones did. She might have been in the finale, like the series finale. Oh, was that her? I think it was her. Yeah, I think she was like the last holdout of any (laughs) elders you would recognize at all. Okay. Once uh, Odin just fucked off, I guess. He became a trucker and then he decided he was gone. Yeah, so uh, she she takes off, and uh, one of the Avatar floaty skull heads shoots by to tell Leo that he can't trust her. <laughs> this is during the whole, uh, the Avatars are clearly just trying to get his attention phase. It's like, we don't know where we're actually going with this yet. <laughs> yeah. Much like Chris. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the Charmed Ones are with Godiva at Magic School. Uh, they summon Dyson Vacuums, and Piper tries to blow him up. I thought that they had to go together anyway, so, like, it's a good thing that didn't work. She was just going to blow them up before they sent them together. I thought that was the whole point of bringing them there. Yeah, they blow them up in the end anyway. Yeah, it ends up working anyway, but they thought that the spell didn't work because they had to be sent together. And because it... So they were going to summon him to send them together, and then she immediately tries to blow them up before they send them back. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why anything goes the way it does. Well, they end up uh, sending them both back, and the lights go out. Uh, this is when the episode just turns into utter horseshit. Just the worst. <laughs> it takes a turn into into dumb dumb land. <laughs> so uh, they're wondering about the lights going out, but they're not going to concern themselves with it or anything. Uh, Phoebe's like, "Hey, why don't you drop me off at, at work on the way home?" <laughs> I gotta go talk to 98 Degrees and belittle him some more. <laughs> so uh, so they orb into the Bay Mirror. Everyone is walking around in gray babushkas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Phoebe says, looks like everyone took Leslie's sexual harassment memo, literally. <laughs> what is going on at the Bay Mirror? Yeah. Wait. Who's sexually harassing who? What is yeah. happening? Why is Phoebe so flippant about this? <laughs> like, what is going on that so sex so much sexual harassment's happening? Everyone has to to wear babushkas and like avoid it, <laughs> like they're being like rape shamed or something. Like, oh, don't wear anything that'll invite sexual harassment. Like, what is going on here? This is terrible. Uh, yeah, so uh, Leslie comes out of the office, he's wearing like a stiff suit, and he sees Phoebe, and he yells at her for dressing in one of her usual terrible outfits. <laughs> <laughs> and not being at home watching the kids! In this universe, they're together, they have kids, yeah. apparently. Boom. She doesn't seem too concerned about these children that she has in an alternate timeline or anything. No connection to this whatsoever. <laughs> she doesn't even want to see them. No, she has no questions about this. She just see, she's just mad that he's ordering her around, basically. Mm-hmm. Just everyone's just so lackadaisical about being in an alternate timeline. No, they know that nothing of consequence will happen here. It's just a not very interesting what if. It's it's not really clear either why the charmed ones are not affected by the time change. They say it's because they were in magic school that That's they were protected, why? but. Yeah, but that doesn't make any sense, because the rest of Magic School was affected, so... Yeah, what? <laughs> I have no idea. Why would Magic School be so good and, like, what the elders aren't protected? Just stupid Magic School? Like, 
That's idiotic. But it isn't because magic school's all abandoned and cobwebby and yeah. So it is affected. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, this is my favorite part, though. So they go out into the hallway and they see a poster, and now the column is "Ask Leslie." <laughs> <laughs> dun dun dun! Phoebe falls to her knees. No! No! <laughs> That's because men rule the world. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. What? What is this nonsense? If Lady Godiva didn't finish her ride and Dyson vacuums repress the world, men, it becomes a super patriarchal society where men rule the world and women are seen and not heard and have to wear babushkas and men wear suits. Apparently, there are no men that are into fashion in this world. <laughs> so much for your breastfeeding campaign. Cute. Uh, yeah, so he, apparently Lord Dyson went back stronger than before. Uh, he killed Lady Godiva, repressed everyone, patriarchy, uh, cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. Dyson Zio. What? Stronger than before. <laughs> oh, stronger than before. Charmed Zio. <laughs> That's for all those Power Rangers fans that are yeah. listening to Charmed Rewind. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Piper, they're all outside. Piper worries about the kids, um, showing some humanity. <laughs> She's like, what about the kids? Uh, Phoebe's like, eh, they're boys. They'll be fine. They're being treated like royalty right now. Meanwhile, cut to them being whipped. <laughs> I feel like that's not even true. I don't think all men are being treated well in that universe. They show that, like, uh, there's, like, magical people that are being repressed that are guys. Also, like, it is a very repressed society. Surely not every guy is like, we have to wear suits and like whip women. And <laughs> like, yeah. it's not like all men are just predisposed to this particular mode. If they were in charge, I would think mm -hmm. they even mentioned there's like some freedom fighters or something. So maybe the babies are with the freedom fighters. <laughs> <laughs> They're off killing. Yeah, or maybe the babies are sitting there in tiny little suits, <laughs> like Boss Baby or something, uh, like like telling other toddler girls what to do. <laughs> uh, we never see them anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, this is when they guess that Magic School protected them somehow from being changed. I don't know why. They see a sign that says, women who talk in public will be flogged. <laughs> what is flogging exactly? They suggest going home to consult the Book of Shadows, and Phoebe's just like, I don't want to go home. <laughs> I don't have time for this. I can't go home. But really, that's the only reason. That's why they get arrested for <laughs> talking in public, because Phoebe's an idiot. Yeah, they get arrested for talking too much. <laughs> so they're in jail. Phoebe wonders what flogging is. She's back to being dumb Phoebe again. <laughs> What's flogging? I don't know. I wish that we'd seen them fucking get flogged. Wouldn't that be great? Yes. The catharsis. Turn this episode these. around. Yeah. <laughs> if Leo did the flogging, mm, chef's kiss. <laughs> Leo in this alternate timeline has not changed. Apparently he's still just Piper's whipping boy. <laughs> yeah, really. Piper's like, we gotta figure something out. Uh, apparently because her breast milk is building up. <laughs> yeah. We figure something out. I know. Leo! Leo! <laughs> yeah, she does it. She whispers for Leo again. Leo! He orbs in in a suit. <laughs> so you know it's alternate Leo. He's got a suit on. 
and he wonders what's going on. Uh, Piper repeats the story to him in annoyance. Yeah, the lady could die about time travel. Whatever, help us out. I want to tell you the whole thing. Just do it. (laughs) He has no curiosity about this. Like, yeah, all right, I guess. Whatever. (laughs) Alternate timeline. I guess my life's a lie. All right. Yeah, why is he not ordering them around and being an asshole? Apparently all guys in this universe are, but he's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, he just takes this all really easily. He's just like, hey, why are you guys dressed differently? Shut up, Leo! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Paige uh, asks Leo to take her to magic school, and he's like, well, magic school's been shut down for years. Uh, no one uses magic. I don't know why she asks him to do that. Can she not orb anymore? They orbed out of magic school together. Why didn't she orb them in there? I don't know. This doesn't make any sense. But yeah, apparently no one uses magic anymore. Uh, so she's like, well, we got to find Duncan then. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know where Duncan is. <laughs> he orbs them out to uh, an alley where all of the magic school kids are hanging out. And he's like, yeah, this is where they're kept for their own safety. <laughs> Good thing Leo still knows some random kid from magic school at all. Is he part of the Freedom Fighters? This is unclear. I think that's sort of the implication. But he doesn't seem concerned with any of this stuff or, like, moving anything forward. He just does whatever he's told and blandly acknowledges that someone said something to him. Yeah. It's like, there's an opportunity to make this a character, but they don't really go that far with it. They don't, because this segment of the episode is so short. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's utterly meaningless in the end. And, like, this might mean something had this guy ever, like, you know, shown up again. Like, they could mm-hmm. have characters reoccur in this show, but they just they don't really bother with it. Yeah, especially because uh, Paige has that whole guidance uh, leading the magic school thing. So you, you would think they would have some students maybe she has some connection to, but, yeah. you know. I wish they had some other magical allies sometimes, besides, like, elders who barely count, because all they do is show up and they yell at them for a bit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Paige sees Duncan in the alley. He's got some smudges on his face. That's how you know this is a dystopian alternate uh, future, or alternate timeline. Uh, so she goes over to him. He's got a stash of magic contraband. <laughs> And uh, he's like, yeah, you one of those freedom fighters? Like, I don't want anything to do with you. And she's like, no, I just need your conjuring spell. And she has this whole, like, pep talk speech about believing in magic again to this guy. It's a good thing this guy still knows this spell in this timeline. Yeah, really? Uh, so Leo, Phoebe, and Piper are in the cobweb-covered magic school. And Phoebe says, in a world that's more repressed, Leo seems more free. <laughs> Does he? He seems really bland in this. Like, does he seem more free to you? He seems about the same. Piper's reaction is so funny. She says, I almost forgot what he was like before. <laughs> it's like, yeah, before she sucked the life out of him? Is that what? <laughs> before me, he had life in his eyes. <laughs> the olden days before I whipped him into submission. <laughs> I did the flogging in that universe. I look forward to doing it all over again. I hope we don't change time back. <laughs> this is we see nothing of evidence that he's freer in this universe he's not even surprised he is immediately getting ordered around by piper (laughs) no Paige orbs in she's got the conjuring spell it was pretty easy uh this time they're gonna bring uh dyson vacuum there and just blast him away immediately and she's like well i think if he doesn't exist then maybe she can go back in time alone apparently this works Mm mm-hmm I, I'm glad that it did. Otherwise, they'd fuck themselves. 
Uh, Piper's like, hey, before we summon anyone, you got any repressed feelings that this guy's gonna gonna feed off of? And Phoebe's like, yeah, I'm I'm fine when Leslie's out of the room, making it about her whole Leslie situation. So, no. <laughs> Piper's like, I won't shut the hell up if anything pisses me off, so it's fine. <laughs> These are the most hateful people in the world. This is terrible. Of course he's immediately going to feed off them. Well, I mean, the key difference here, they're talking about repressed feelings, and they do just like, immediately just word vomit every other complaint out of their their mouths all the time which isn't exactly repressed Uh, although piper does have some repression going on in this episode piper always she's constantly spewing hate but piper's always holding on to more (laughs) she's always ready to explode she's there's never it's never all out there (laughs) she's always got more in the in the storage. Yeah. Um, but the sad thing about this is uh, they're like, Paige, do you have any repressed feelings? Paige is so starved for storylines. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. Sometimes I guess I kind of feel repressed being a little sister. Piper immediately dismisses it. Like, she's just like, it's harder being an older sister like me. Get over it. <laughs> and never acknowledged again. That's the end of that. That's terrible. <laughs> Shouldn't Paige be annoyed right now because she's trying to fight for magic school and no one else yeah, seems to care that, about that's it. That's her storyline. Yeah. Like, I wish that somebody cared about these kids like I do. She could have said that. Yeah. But no, they're like, this isn't what this story's about, so get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was <laughs> stupid. Sometimes I feel repressed being the little sister. What, you want to be the oldest sister? Come on now, get over it. So they summon Lady Godiva, Dyson Vacuums, everything goes back to normal. Cool detour, they're out of the patriarchal alter- alternate society. Done with that. <laughs> Glad that happened. Glad everyone didn't care that much about it. I feel like in an earlier season that would have been the whole episode. Yeah. Like, you can make them feel worried. Like, they get put in jail, <laughs> they're gonna be flogged, yeah. and, like, they do not give a remote shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, because they knew it was going to be over quick, and it was. Yeah. So uh, immediately, uh, Dyson Vacuums feeds off of Piper, because actually she does have repressed feelings. What? Because Leo is spending too much time not focusing on her. That's what she's mad about. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes over, repeatedly blows Leo up. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Um, Phoebe and Paige are dealing with Dyson. Phoebe drop kicks him. (laughs) Uh, He teleports away like, oh, that was annoying anyway. (laughs) I knew I should have thrown my column at him. This wouldn't have happened if Nick Lachey hadn't have taken over my column. (laughs) Throws like one of her articles. It sticks to Dyson's face. (laughs) It's like the Superman S just wraps around him. Yeah. Um, at home, uh, the girls complain at each other, and then Dyson reappears uh, and blows up one of their comfy wicker chairs. <laughs> uh, what was the point of that? They go back home, complain a little bit, and then he comes back. Like, I don't. All right, I guess we'll continue this scene over here. <laughs> Paige orbs out with Godiva to take her to safety, while the others run upstairs. And Phoebe's like, I got an idea. Let's let Dyson feed off of Leo so he can overdose on his repressed rage. <laughs> Like, are you sure that won't just make him really powerful? I don't know. I don't know. They they think this will work, and it does. Again, like, why? Why why would this work? I'd love um, if this they, just superpowered him, and they're like, oh. Yeah, and then they all die. Um, <laughs> They are such assholes to Leo. They make this decision before he's in the room. He comes in, and they're like, yeah, he's going to feed off you. Good luck. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> they 
leave him. They abandoned his ass. That is like all Piper says to him. It's like, yeah, we changed our minds. He's going to feed off you. Bye. And she runs out of the room. <laughs> like she doesn't even give him a chance to say anything about it. No, what assholes. So, uh, yeah, Dyson feeds off of him. Somehow this works. It makes him blow up. This is, Why? This is idiotic. Like, makes it easy yeah like charmed <laughs> is so lazy they were like well the episode's coming to an end deus ex blow up yeah we've come up with some reason that piper can't just do her lazy arm wave and blow him up so what's another easy way to blow him up? <laughs> they act like this is confronting feelings or like talking about any of the shit leo's going through or piper and it's not it doesn't touch on any of this stuff no it doesn't solve anything. She even acts like, oh, yeah, it was good to get some of that stuff out, huh? And it's like, he talks about it a little bit with Dyson. Like, he's just like, it's so easy for you because you're a demon. You can kill without morality. You don't have to worry about all this guilt and stuff. But really, it doesn't feel like this is really addressing a lot of these issues. You don't know that morality bites. <laughs> this this explosion is huge. There's a lot of debris for an undamaged house. Yeah, we see things flying all over the place and it clears in the hallways fine. Yeah, like lazy. <laughs> Stupid shark. They didn't even CGI some damage to the house. Nothing. No, oh, they put more time into making magic school look different in the alternate timeline, which apparently it shouldn't have. <laughs> apparently. Stupid. Godiva's like, well, I'm ready to take my ride. She gets naked. <laughs> Piper covers Leo's eyes. At magic school, Duncan is the one who sends Lady Godiva back, because uh, Paige wants to inspire him to believe in magic again. And he does. That's when Q orbs in to complain at Paige for a little bit, and she convinces him to bring back magic school, or these kids will end up on the street doing magic drugs! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, alright. Well, you gotta run it, though, so don't screw it up. <laughs> and then duncan's like don't worry i'll be here to help you each and every week <laughs> we cut to the worst scene of the episode really the cherry on top the piece de resistance they're at the restaurant from the beginning pa piper and Paige are out on the street there's a crowd gathered around piper says this is a terrible delivery she goes oh my goodness <laughs> oh my goodness because Phoebe is riding in naked on a horse. Is Lady Godiva? Oh? Yeah, Phoebe is Lady Godiva. She rides in naked on a horse with a long, long blonde hair covering her. A furry ass, much like Splash on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. Remember when you tweeted about that? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I got a lot of press coverage for that. I am the, the lady who tweeted about Splash, everyone. <laughs> so, um... She gives this long-winded speech about how that waiter guy just wants women to be barefoot and pregnant at home, and he hates breastfeeding, and he's a little bitch. <laughs> and the mime is on her side. Yeah, there's a mime there, like, yeah, like, everyone's cheering, and the mime's, like, applauding with them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you can't look away, like, your eyes are drawn to this stupid mime in the crowd. <laughs> Stupid He's mime. the MVP of the episode, the mime who was pro breastfeeding in public. Woo! <laughs> All of this just happened so the ads can say that this is about Phoebe being naked. Sexism is over. Naked woman! 98 Degrees watches creepily from a window and then pretends he knows how to type. <laughs> the end. A, B, C, D. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Phelan! Mm. Do you have a Margoyle? 
a standout loser of the episode. Yeah. It's the audience. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that sees this episode. <laughs> They're so damaged by everything in it. Can't help but feel down after you see this episode. It's a real feel-bad moment of television. <laughs> All of us are repressed like the people in Ladies G Lady Godiva's time. <laughs> yes. Uh, for an actual character in the show, I'll give it to that mime. How is he a loser? That guy rocked. <laughs> Stupid mom. What are you doing there? I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> Who's your margoyle? My margoyle is Phoebe. Phoebe was such a fucking loser. <laughs> Just focused on the breastfeeding thing and then her stupid Lady Godiva thing. She could not be fucking bothered about any of this shit in this episode because she's so focused on 98 degrees just really like exceedingly irritating <laughs> See, if i was being more serious about my margoyle that's who i would have picked but i figured you'd do it <laughs> <laughs> there's enough margoyle to spread around <laughs> all right phelan uh wrapping things up what's your final analysis of this episode <laughs> It'd be nice if the uh, magic school stuff mattered. Like, this episode's extra sad when you realize what happens next season where magic school becomes the demon hangout zone yeah. for losers like Margoyle. <laughs> uh, you mean great demons like Margoyle, their greatest enemy. <laughs> it's sad to see all this like, oh, care, yeah, this is going to be good. And even Piper at one point's like, yeah, you need to keep that school open for my kids. And now <laughs> they let no. it go to hell and then they don't care. This this episode is just like slap in the face to what they've done before. Because uh, a the whole time travel thing being so easy, it just undercuts the entirety of the last season. Yeah. Um, it's... It's stupid dress-up in sexy costume territory as well. Uh, the whole, like, battle of the sexes angle is really, like, contrived and badly done. Uh, Piper just seems at her worst. And also, it's not really a great follow-up to some of the, like, Leo stuff. Because they're trying, but they're doing it so badly. And Piper's treating him so horribly. And the stuff with, with Paige, too, is not great. Yeah, the, the episode's not really interesting going into it that deeply, what he's feeling or anything, because we just see it through the lens of Piper coming to yell at him and take the kids while he's murdering, which just makes her look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, like he has some moments, but it doesn't really feel like she, she actually is supporting him in any sort of meaningful way. No, her big support is, hey, let this demon suck all your oppression out. <laughs> yeah. Never consult him about anything. Blow him up. Order him around. Same as usual. Even when it seems like, oh, we're exploring it a little bit in this alternate timeline. They don't. Hmm. They're like, Leo's more free. What evidence do we see of that? No. He's just like some nothing character. Again. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone who isn't a charmed one. That stuff was like hilariously badly done. The stuff with Ask Leslie and all that. Yeah. Um, I, I do feel like Paige's stuff was not great, but it was the strongest plot of the episode. They were trying something with it. 
but like you were saying, it's undercut by what they do with it, which is basically just forget about it and write it out of the show. Mm -hmm. I don't know why 98 Degrees just sees Phoebe there dressed inappropriately and just goes, get home to our kids. Anyway, I'm just going to duck right back into the office, I guess. (laughs) Maybe the real Margoyle is their alternate timeline kids that never had a chance to exist and nobody cared about (laughs) Could have been a comic full of them no one cared about, yeah. (laughs) What happened to 99 and 100 degrees, huh? (laughs) Instead, we had to deal with the poop kids. Yeah, really. All right, anything else, Phelan? No. We are done! If you guys liked this podcast, we'd appreciate it if you gave it a like or a subscribe or a review, wherever you're enjoying it on. You can find us in audio form at anchor.fm or any other places that uh, have podcasts under Charmed Rewind. You can find us on YouTube under youtube.com slash series or youtube.com slash You can support our stuff on our respective Patreons. I'm at patreon.com slash movienights. Phelan's at patreon.com slash Thanks to Peter Hunter for editing the podcast for us. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Pretor Hunter. Uh, you should also check out Riff Tracks the Game, which he just helped uh, produce. So congrats to Peter on that. Got a real uh, car man, <laughs> car man goals there. That's, yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> uh, Phelan, what hashtags should we use? Hashtag ask flogging. <laughs> got nothing on this one. I really don't. <laughs> Hashtag 99 and 100 degrees. <laughs> Hashtag we were the Margoyles all along. <laughs> Alright, Charmanders, we are out. We'll see you next time on Charmed Rewind!